0: Welcome everybody to the Super Joe Pardo Show. I'm your host, Super Joe Pardo, and I have a great episode here for you today to learn all about authentic- authenticity in your business uh, I'm joined by a guest today, which, if you've been a you know fan for of the show for a while, it's been a while since I've had a guest on the show. Uh, so I'm I'm real pumped and excited uh, to to bring that person on here and talk about uh, what you can do to make your business more authentic. Uh, before I jump in, if you want to work with me uh, on optimizing your business processes to generate more revenue, more profit, more ROI, please go over to com, scroll down to the bottom, click that uh, the, the all the boxes with the form, the form with the boxes, fill them out, uh, and we will have a conversation to do so. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to jumping in here. So let me bring in our... Uh, Our guest today, it's Lindsay, it's, I'm sorry, it's Super Lindsay, or Super Dr. Lindsay Elmore. What is going on? I'm a little out of practice. Hey,
1: you're doing just great, Joe. Don't (laughs) worry about it.
0: Thank you, thank you. I I appreciate that. Not only is my voice still shot, um, it's, it feels a little bit better today, but you know, it, it just feels, it feels odd getting back in the, uh, in, in the hosting seat for, for the Super Joe Pardo show. So thank you so much for being my guinea pig. <laughs>
1: hey, thank you. It's an honor to, uh, to be a first guest in a hot minute. It'll be really fun to talk to all of, all of your followers and all of your all of your, all of your listeners.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully we can get some comments. Uh, if you're watching this live while we're live streaming here over on Facebook, uh, please feel free to drop in the comments where you're listening from, what you're up to this afternoon, and uh, and any questions along the way that you happen to, to come across. I'd love to uh, help you with those questions. I know Lindsay absolutely would be uh, willing to help you as well. So Lindsay, for anyone who isn't familiar with you, uh, fill people in, like what's your, what's your business journey looking like so far?
1: Well, my name is Lindsay Elmore. I'm originally from Birmingham, Alabama. Shout out to all the Southerners out there. I have a degree in chemistry. I also have a doctorate in pharmacy and two years of postdoctoral hands-on practice with patients. I started my career as an academician. So I was in a pharmacy school and then through a series of very odd events I came across, came across essential oils and I was like oh my gosh I don't know why but these essential oils are going to change my life and they did And since then I have spoken on five continents, more than 40 countries. My social media reaches more than a hundred countries and my education has been watched online for more than 20 million minutes at this point. So back in 2017, I was given the option to either remain an employee or to become a contractor with a company and that allowed me to start my own business and I had been around enough entrepreneurs at that point that I knew that there was only one answer to that question. So I started my entrepreneurial journey with um, nothing but fear under my belt and I got up every single morning 5 a.m. for about four months straight hammered out a book that I'd been writing kind of in the background for about two and a half years got my first book published and continued to teach online launched some online teaching platforms now I not only have the Lindsay Elmore health and wellness brand but I have a vegan food brand called Clean Slate Cleanse. I have a yoga brand called Rosiana Yoga. I have business coaching that we do in Brand Strategies Lab, and we take entry-level clients as well as more senior-level clients for one-on-one meetings, and it just keeps growing. The more that I learn, the more that I'm able to teach others, and the more that I'm able to incorporate that into the very wide variety of brands that I have at this point.
0: That, that is, that is awesome. And, uh, so, I mean, we've been talking quite a bit over the last couple of weeks. Um, and one of the things I know that you've, you've struggled with, I know I've struggled with is, uh, brand identity as far as like people identifying you, uh, and the branding that they're attributing to you.
1: Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, Think of me as, well, she's Lindsay. She's an essential oil educator. You know, she's this pharmacist who really understands the chemistry of essential oils and can explain it. And yes, I do have that, but I also have a lot of other facets to myself and to my business. And I've realized that I have to do more to continually educate people that. Yes, I am an educator. I can teach you about a lot of things, but I also run an education company, which has its own set of challenges. It has its own set of responsibilities that go far beyond me just being the chief content officer and the on-screen talent for my brand. And so it has been a slower journey, but what I've realized is... If I have people that know me, like me, and trust me because they know I can teach them about essential oils, they're okay with me teaching them a a little bit about supplements. And then they're okay with me teaching them a little bit about yoga. And they're okay with me teaching them about cleanses that I'm trying out or, you know, the new wacky health craze that I am like, okay, does this work? Does it not? Let me try it. And what I've realized is if I narrow my message... And I think about the people who have paid me for a subscription to my website or a copy of my book, they're more likely to understand that I also have this business acumen and it has opened up doors for me to work with other health and wellness entrepreneurs and just say, Hey guys. I'm not any better than you. I just happen to be a few steps ahead of you. Let me help you not make the same mistakes that I made along the way. And let me help you understand who you are, what do you sell, who do you sell it to, and why do they care? Because if you can't answer those questions, then there's really no point in pursuing a business and spending money trying to craft your business refine your messaging all of those things simply because it doesn't land on ears that are ready to hear you know you can you can spend thousands and thousands of dollars on facebook ads and websites and this and that but if you don't know who you're talking to you're wasting your breath. And that's what I want people not to do. I want them to understand that who they are as a person is a part of the overall brand story. And when we can really get like, this is who I am as a person and I can be everything that I am. And yet I can show different aspects of my personality that help people to understand, well, You know, Lindsay has these skill sets or, you know, Joe has those skill sets. And when we communicate and yeah, and this is how I got those skill sets. And this is why I had these challenges. And that was the struggle that I went through. It allows people to see us in many different facets and allows our brand to grow and to evolve.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking about um, how it it almost is a, a funnel in and of itself. Um, of the, of allowing the, like the layers of the onion to be peel, peeled back little by little by little by little. Uh, and as people do that, they get more, like they, they feel more ownership, especially when it comes to podcasting, cause they'll feel more ownership to the fact that they're friends with you, even though you've never, you've never seen them before, never seen them comment before, never seen the interacted with them before, but they know all about you. Like they've paid attention. Um, yeah. Uh, And and to be able to pull that off in your business is I mean, that's how you create like super raving fans about, you know, everything that you you got going on and that you're doing. So. um, So, yeah. And and so when it comes to um, and I know that you're you're kind of on this journey as well of, you know, trying to divert the all the the big picture image of your business away from just you and uh which is a lot of a lot of people are in that in that boat right they're they've they've built this brand or they've even just built this business and they've they've kind of center focused it around themselves uh whether intentional or not i mean you can look at big companies like steve jobs or walt disney or or anything like that where it's like or, or oprah right like it's all around her but but they, they, they have worked their way. Like they've used their, um, their, their clout and their power to be able to expand that to, to enable other people to, to kind of take the reins a bit.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's critically important if you have a personal brand, you know, I mean, Lindsay Elmore is as much who I am as a person as it is a brand. And I think it's really important for you to to differentiate those two things. It's very important because I don't want everyone seeing every aspect of my personality as a portion of my brand because, you know, there, there are things that to some people, if you, you know, who knows? If you saw me eating a bag of potato chips, it might give you the impression that I am not worthy to be <laughs> this maven of natural health. And so I, I encourage you, be who you are, but understand that there's your personal life. And this is something that Bob Iger, I, I listened to a presentation by Bob Iger, who's a former CEO of Disney. And and he was asked during this interview, how do you maintain that balance between being a husband, being a father, and being the CEO of arguably the most influential media company in the world? And he basically cut off the interviewer and, in a very kind and meaningful and a way that still kept the conversation going. But he said, my wife and I have a part of our life that is only ours. It is only hours. So I think it is critically important for you to protect part of yourself and not give it all away in the brand. The other thing to consider is edifying and bringing up and raising up the people that have been with you since the beginning. So just the other day on my Instagram, I talked about Um, One of my, before I even knew what followers even were, I had a follower who was there. She liked all my posts. She commented on everything. And I knew of her, but I didn't know her. But when I was envisioning my website about what would a subscription website look like in this arena, she was the first person I called. She was the person I called to say, hey, what would you do? What do you need? How do I build this so that more people like you will come and check it out? And that was way fun for us to go through as that exercise. I also am in a place now where I have graduates of my business coaching program. Well next week I'm teaching a meeting with one of those graduates of the program so it not only positions her in a position of authority but it means that I have the best job of all I get to show up and I get to be like hey everybody this is Barbara and she's gonna teach you everything that she knows today and I don't have to put out all of that effort that it takes To do the preparation to be sure that I know what content that I'm gonna show up and produce and and so I think as I continue and evolve and it becomes more of oh yeah I took Lindsay's training on this I took a training on that that helps me because all of a sudden instead of my training costing $2,000 $2,000 or $3,000. It's $5,000. It's $10,000. Meanwhile, my trainees now have a business to where they're charging 1500 or $2,000. I am able to more selectively choose who I want to work with as a part of the process. And it also brings in more people that I know believe like I believe, are driven for, are driven by motives that I know to be authentic and valuable in the world. And I think it also helps to bring different perspectives and so, you know, on, on one of my websites, I've been saying for years, I'm like, do you, do you want to come and teach on this website? Come and teach on this website. Come and teach on this website. Let's make this a more diverse offering because I encourage every person who's listening here today, ask yourself the same question that I ask myself. What does my business look like when I don't work 24 hours a day? What does my business look like when It's me who wants to take a month off. You know, what does your business look like when you're not seated at your desk every single day? And if you can start to think in those terms, all of a sudden, yes, Oprah is the core of the brand, but the oprah brand will live on far beyond oprah because she will still have her magazine imprint she will still have her television uh network she will still have her school in africa that is raising up an entire generation of young women all of these will continue to say the name oprah years and years after oprah is has is no longer with us, and so if if we can continually think in those terms, like we still say Disney, even though Walt Disney has been dead for 50 60 years now. Uh, is it that long? Fifty years, I believe. I want to say he died in, in
0: sixty eight. I want to so, say.
1: Yeah, so getting yeah, getting on up there. So we still say that, and like sixty six. 66 so if yeah. you if you watch the story <clears throat> of the disney imagineers when walt disney died the company was lost like where oh, yeah. do we go they didn't next know. yeah but because they had had such a visionary who understood how to make a brand that outlived him the company still is not only around, but has gained and accelerated its sphere of influence. How can we do more of that?
0: So Steve Jobs actually uh, brought this up before he passed away. Like, don't ask what Steve Jobs would do, you know, because that's that's what stopped Disney and its tracks for so, so long. And, and they constantly battled it. And even to this day, still remnants of that of that issue of what would what would Walt do? Um, Exist and and so he he you know was like, hey, don't ask what I would do because like I ain't here, right? You guys need to figure figure it out for yourself and uh, hopefully I've laid enough groundwork for you to be able to do so. So I, you know I, I think um, one of the words I wrote down was evolve um, and how, you know, it, things, things take uh, take time for people to understand, right? It takes time or money. And, and that's, like, pretty much the two – energy being the other thing that, like, the other currency that we have. Time, energy, or money. Um, and, you know, to be able to, like, uh, multi-brand yourself or multi-focus uh, in on a couple different target markets and things of that nature – you know other brands do it sure like you know but they have literally millions to billions of dollars to make that happen it doesn't happen by accident and uh and i think a lot of times we get trapped in that in that thought like well you know this you know XYZ company that I follow they 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 seem to have all these different targeted ads and 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 bringing all these different people. Uh, one video because I was doing some research for the Business Geeks podcast, which if you're not watching that on Mondays, you absolutely should be watching that over at businessgeekspodcast.com every Monday at five PM Eastern. Um, so I, I'm researching a topic, and and one of the videos I found was was like was a roundtable discussion from like 2011, I think, or nine. And they were talking about like there was questions and they were like, oh, you know, can can a company like target to multiple audiences? And, and out of the three people, only in my opinion, only one of them had it right, which was probably not because you don't have the You probably if you're asking that question, you probably don't have the resources right? Like if you have to ask how much that car is or how much that item is, you probably don't have the money for it. Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. Right? So so it's like you got to have the resources so either time and and or or money to invest to get people to uh, to think in the way that they do about other brands about your brand which your brand is is a blip on the map for most people, right? Like it's not maybe not even a blip on the map. So, uh you, you know, and you can use that to your advantage but if you really really hone in and focus in on that one niche uh one of the examples they used was like well harley davidson right because harley davidson focuses you know they have the the rich the rich guys on the bikes and then they have the bad boys that are on the bikes right and and they sell to both and they and they all come together um now i i (laughs) one of my friends uh bill shout out to bill uh he you know he's like oh there's a name for that and i don't recall the name for that of, of the rich guys on the on the harley bikes but uh Yeah. So, so point being is is that you know you need to to look at evolving over time and and because that's really the the greatest asset that we have in a lot of cases is not you know it might not be millions of dollars or billions of dollars to really like drive that that message home to multiple different. Uh, segments of of the market, but we have the time to evolve our message and evolve our brand and evolve the mindset and the mind um, share that we have within the people that that are with our brand to get there. And that's, I'll tell you, Lindsay. Like that's one of the things I always I always kind of cringe when I'm watching Shark Tank and they're like, "Well, you have a product, you don't have a have a, a business yet," and it's like okay in some cases they're right but not every case because it's like okay so yeah they have one product i i get it but you you, like it takes so long to even just get the mind share for the one product let alone be like oh well do you want the fork to go with the knife like yes but you're a fork company joe you can't you can't make the knife that's somebody else's job
1: well i mean (laughs) it's one of those things when you first start out in business You actually really want to focus on the minimum, the minimum viable product that you can get out the door. So if you're a fork company, great. You better make the best forks that are out there because trust me, somebody else is slaying that knife game and that's all they do all day. And so Mm. I think that you have to look at how do I get in front of a certain group of people? with a certain message that's gonna resonate with them. For me, for years, it was, I can teach you about essential oils and I can teach you about herbs and supplements. That was all people wanted out of me. And then they went on a journey with me. You know, as a personal brand, I had this liberty where I moved to Thailand to do my yoga teacher training. Well, so guess what? now all of those people want to know well how do you put essential oils into your yoga practice so it (sighs) opened up another piece of it i took people on the journey with me where i did the emotional release training i'm taking people on a journey with me this fall about me doing my functional medicine training like as long as it becomes a natural evolution great but For someone like me who's been in natural health and wellness, the other day I had a company reach out to me and they say we would love to bring you on as a brand ambassador, we'll feature you in our email campaigns, we'll feature you on our Instagram, all these things. Now, had I been short-sighted, I would have been like any Instagram is a good Instagram. But yet, if I took a step back and I realized this was a medication delivery service that was delivering conventional pharmaceutical agents. Yes, I'm a pharmacist. I own it. I love being a pharmacist. I take my oath as a pharmacist very, very seriously. That said, I have not touched a medication in six years. I haven't practiced pharmacy. Um And so for me to say I am going to lend my name to a company that is all about doing pre-packaged medication delivery service, that's not a great fit. Because not Mm. only does it violate the trust that my audience has in me, my audience trusts that when they come to me, I can give them natural solutions to complicated problems. That's what they're looking for. And if they and if they can't, I tell them, you know, this is one of those situations where just take the medicine. Don't feel guilty about it. Just take the medication. It is what it is. But if I lent my name to that brand and been all over their Instagram and been in their email campaigns and they're asking me to write guest blogs for them, it wouldn't have been congruent and it would have broken a bit of trust mm. within the audience. And on the one hand, there are times that I will do that, that it's an intentional choice where I know that some people are just not going to like this, but it is authentically who I am and it's my brand. It's my brand. If I lose a hundred followers, I will find a thousand who actually allow me to be the complete version of a woman that I am. You know, I I want, I really want to put the soul back into medicine. I want to put soul back into pharmacy. And so if it seems incongruent, if someone comes to my my Instagram page and they're like, wait, this, this woman is standing here. She's teaching me this in-depth, hardcore science, but yet here she is in a swimsuit, practicing yoga on the beach in Thailand, I don't get it. It's like, it's okay. I get it and it is who I am. I can teach you hardcore science, but I also believe that, you know, and this is my personal belief, take it or leave it. I believe that science is empty without some semblance of faith or spirituality or universal connection or whatever you call it. So for me to be who I am and to be authentic in my understanding of what health is, I personally think that spiritual connection is a portion of health. I think that finance is a portion of health. I have people ask me that all the time. Like, why do you have all these people talking about money on your podcast? I thought you were a a health and wellness podcast. Yeah, I am. And if your financial health is not in good shape, none of the rest of it matters. You know, you go into to the dollar
0: menu at McDonald's yeah, and, and do that too many times a week and you're, you're not going to be uh, too all happy. The things,
1: all of a sudden you need prescription delivery services and we have parted ways with our mm. brands. So I think you, you can evolve, but you have to take your audience on a journey. You know, you have to take them on the journey with you. You cannot be a t-shirt salesman that all of a sudden sells headphones unless you give me a great story about... I was in my sourcing, you know, I was out trying to find the most premium organic cotton and I realized that I had workers out in the field that were getting hurt because they couldn't hear each other communicate with each other and they needed a specialty set of headphones and I created it. All of a sudden it makes sense, but you have to tell the story of the journey
0: yeah yeah no it does it does come down to the story and so uh, you reminded me of a great uh not that everyone's gonna get this reference but Rick and morty quote about uh science uh sometimes science is more art than science and uh i i mean i don't know how how true or untrue that is but uh but i I feel like that it's not that far off considering that all of our genetic makeups are very different. So we all have different like reactions to different, uh, medications, different things, different supplements, different foods, you know, even, um, so yeah, I, I, I think there, I think there's something, I think, I think Rick's onto something there. Um, but, uh, but to go back to the the authenticity part um since that is the the key to to what we're we're supposed to be talking about here which we are talking about i i I've, you know if you haven't gotten that out of this yet i think that you're you're missing it um you know i i feel like i i feel like there's a lot of times when we when we find those people that have been able to to get their message through to more people than than not right uh it's i i feel like it's because they've boiled down what's authentic to them like to the to the most narrow and then they just keep repeating that over and over again right like the the gary i'm not a big gary v fan but the gary v quote that i happened to hear like a week or two ago was like you know somebody's like oh you know gary you keep saying the same things over and over and over again and you know it's really boring like yeah it's because like this is this is like and, and to his point or to my point is it's the most boiled down aspect of what he believes and then just keep shouting and and shouting it and shouting until people like you know say yes or no and then you you build that thing but to sell um like to your point of selling the headphones like that's a great ancillary thing that if you've already sold enough t-shirts to people then you a have enough money to be able to market those headphones and develop those headphones uh but that aside uh it you know to a point where it's like it, it doesn't it might not necessarily matter if people who haven't heard of your brand because of the t-shirts buy those headphones because you you have you've sold enough t-shirts to build a fan base of people where if only 20 percent of those people get it and they buy those headphones. Then you've at least made your money out of it and you you have something that hopefully at least those 20% and then they tell, you know, a little bit and it starts to spider out and grow, right? Because if you only sold, you know, 500 t-shirts, well, 20% of the people that have bought those shirts is not a whole lot of people to float uh, headphone development, you know, and marketing yeah. development and all that. So. Uh, so it def, you know, it, it's all it's all in perspective, and, and I live in the percentages. That's that's my, you know, I'm all about the numbers and, and things of that nature. So, for me, like, it, you know, it's a it's a big numbers game that you have to be willing uh, to to like take a real hard look at and say, okay, like, I want to create these headphones. I want to diversify my business to the next level. But do I have the money and the time and the energy and, and energy being people potentially to invest in that direction so that we can be successful at it rather than you know we go through eighteen months of hell and they're like, uh, you know now maybe there's a lot of money wasn't that's the lost best
1: thing to go down
0: Maybe we need to pivot it yeah and it's going to be an expensive pivot and and now we maybe, maybe have muddied the waters for our brand and and you know we don't we don't know. Um, so it's things like that to figure out.
1: It's, it is definitely things to figure out. And I don't think you can overemphasize how often you have to tell people the same things just over and over and over again. You know, I, I, at one point in my business, I became very frustrated and I, I remember taking a week off of social media and just being like, I can't. I'm, I'm done. I cannot right now because I, for seven years, have been answering the same questions. I have been a pharmacist for over 10 years. Do you think I still don't have to tell people the side effects of a statin medication? Like, I think that we get to a point where whatever your industry is your knowledge becomes so ingrained in you that you think everyone else knows it. it. You know, like I could sit here, I could sit here and I can be like, "Hey, everybody that's on a statin medication, do you know the signs and symptoms of rhabdomyolysis? Do you know how to look out for brown urine and for sore muscles? And how do you know if your potassium level might be too high? How do you know if this medication is having problems with your liver? Is your upper right quadrant hurting? Are you having any problems with digestion? Any heartburn?" I could go on and on and I could do that with you with hundreds of drugs six
0: six years removed from the industry at that that's insane
1: well I mean I mean it probably took
0: 10 years to get your degree to do it in the first place so I guess you
1: know I was interviewing I was a considerable chunk of time (laughs) it is a chunk of time and and I and, and again I take my oath as a pharmacist very seriously and so if I don't know all of those medications that's a problem for me and so you know I was interviewing Miss America a couple of weeks ago for my podcast uh, and and she was just like she's like I don't know how I'm ever she's in pharmacy school and she was like I just don't know how I'm ever gonna remember all of this I don't know how and I told her I said listen at some point this is going to become so ingrained in you that you will never forget it for the rest of your life. And she was like, I hope, I cannot wait for that to happen. But when we get to that point, we lose the fact that when someone asks you a question and you're like, this is the 5,000th time I have answered that question in my life you have to stop and take a step back and say to yourself, even though they are even though this is the five thousandth time I have answered this, it is brand new to them. I remember I was on a tour in Japan and it was it was oh my god, it was a hellacious tour. It was one of the one of the speaking tours where, you wake up, you teach a meeting, you get on a plane. You wake up, you teach a meeting, you get on a train. You wake up, you teach a meeting, you get on a train. And it's just over and over and over again from from Sapporo in the north to Hiroshima in the south. I mean, we were all over the country. And I remember by like the ninth day of that, Nine nine presentations, exact same presentations, exact same jokes, exact same translator making her version of the same jokes, all of the things. And I walked into that and I looked around the room and I said, Lindsay, all I want you to remember while you're on stage today is this is the first time they have heard it. And so we can't get frustrated by the fact that our knowledge becomes so secondhand that we just think, oh, my gosh, everyone should know this. Well, you know what? Not everybody is a pharmacist. Not everybody's a podcaster. You know, Joe, if you took me back there to your turntables and said, Lindsay, DJ, I would be like, where's the on switch? And you would probably (laughs) roll your eyes at me until you realize, nope, it's just a completely different skill set that we all have. And so always approaching your audience with that novelty of this is new for them because the more you greet that with kindness you may be fed up telling people that you sell t-shirts and they have the finest organic cotton but in the back of your mind you're like dang it I really want to make those headphones because I know it's going to change somebody's life if they have these headphones well you better be showing up with kindness to the person who's like wait you sell t-shirts you know, you're like, I have been selling t-shirts for five years and I've been screaming it from the rooftop, running the Facebook ads. I've got the th- blah, 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 on and on and on. But the more that you show up and just say, yeah, we totally sell t-shirts and here's our story and here's where we source our cotton from and here's the, the person's life that you're making a difference in. That is very, very, very important.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, a- absolutely. And uh that's why I I one of the the funny stories uh that I always go back to is like everybody loves the the story of Toms and I'm like, well there's no Tom. So <laughs> it's like yeah, disappointing to some people to learn that. Um yeah. you know, so it, which which uh you know, brings me back to to the whole authenticity thing and how you know, I some people uh want you know sometimes it's easy to just look at what other other people have done as as for like what's authentic to them to do and and try to like oh i'm gonna not mimic it but like Take that and go that path and all that. And look, there's some some of it's really calculated, right? Like I said, boiling down what's, what's authentic to you down to like the single message so that you can just keep drilling it over and over again. Uh, and and Lindsay, you you are not alone because pretty much every band that has any made, you know, big time hit has the same problem <laughs> of having to go and play that same hit every single night. Night it, night night I mean, and... look.
1: I mean, and think about the bands that have been around for forty years. You know, uh, it, they're still playing. Poor Tom Petty. Yeah, you know, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, same it's old, same old
1: songs. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, it, it is. Um... It definitely well shout out to to brent Basham over at potty and his new show uh long tail success because that that's the that's the whole idea is like the the hits and then everything else you know um brings it along but But yeah i mean and and once you once you've established yourself with that with that piece like then people will be more interested in everything else that you have to say to go along with it right and i I think we we sometimes get caught up in like looking at somebody else who's already done that right They, they they beat the drum as as hard as they could for as long as they possibly could before other people took notice and was like oh yeah well let's what else you know what else you got um and, and and we look at that and it's like, oh well we, we should be able to just go in and like bring in all these different things and it's not it's just not the case. I can tell I can tell you from personal experience it's not the case. Uh, and I can tell you if, you know, just go back and listen to, to the show, you know, the four hundred episodes of the show, and you will understand that it it's absolutely not the case. Um So yeah. So I, so Lindsay, we're, we're going to wrap up here in a, in a few minutes. Um, let, let, where can everybody reach out to you and, and get in touch with you and, and learn more and about working with you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Oh, well, you can find me over at www.lindsayelmore.com and Lindsay Elmore on Instagram and Facebook, L-A-N-D-S-E-Y-E-L-M-O-R-E. And it is at doctor, that's D-R, Lindsay Elmore over on Pinterest for everybody who likes to pin it out. So, yeah, we, I, I think that the more that you can think about who you are and what is the world that you want to see created the more you're on a path to give, having the brand of your dreams, and having really a place where you can share what is authentic to you, and turn it into an amazing business.
0: No, absolutely, absolutely, and uh, I, I, you know, I think especially uh, I said this the other day. Uh, I think while we um uh, when was it I was well we were recording for the indiepod daily show and um, I was saying something to the effect of like the biggest asset that I have is is me, right? And and be like showing up and showing my face, and not as the prettiest face or or the most hair or anything like that, but but just being myself and bringing myself to the in, in front of people day after day after day after day is the the absolute best asset that I I have access to that converts people to wanting to work with me and converts people to wanting to to be in uh, the industry pod university and all that stuff. So, um, so it, you know, it just, it makes it, 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 it helps me because it, it keeps me in practice of talking on the mic and doing a show that I haven't, you know, interviewed somebody in a while and have, you know, have people on, um, Lindsay, before, before we, we get to your final thoughts here. Uh, what, what was it that you wanted to be when you grew up? Was it uh, cause this is a, this is a long running question going back 400 plus episodes.
1: When I was a kid, I wanted to be an actress and a singer and a dancer. And my mom was like, No, nah, no, nah, you're <laughs> going to have a real job. So I got a degree in chemistry, got the doctorate in pharmacy, did the postdoctoral education, did all the extra this and then that. And then I just figured out a way to make science entertainment. And here I am today. And so I still managed to take. A knowledge base mm-hmm. that come hell or high water you guys I have the absolute best worst-case scenario of all time if my business crumbled around me tomorrow oh shucks I have a degree that warrants me a six-figure income from now to the rest of my life whoopity doo! And so in
0: healthcare, that's not going away anytime soon. In
1: healthcare in America, which is not going anywhere um, soon. So, if you would like to get your health back into alignment, you can come and work with me, and we can actually work on healthcare and not sick care. Um, but I just figured out how to. How do I make science entertainment? How do I fulfill my ultimate desire to be famous and to be on stages in front of people? And I realized that through my entire life's journey, I was set up for something so much bigger because I'm not just portraying a character on a screen or on a stage. I am able to project and cast a vision for the world that I wanna see. If I can do one small part, if one listener today walks away and says, you know what? I don't know why, but that chick, Lindsay, I think I may just drink a little bit more water or do five minutes of meditation or just eat something a little bit better or what the heck is an essential oil? Let me think about learning something about that. I've done my job. I, I just found a way to make science entertainment.
0: Well, there you go. And, and that's what most people that have been on the show have found out is that they are doing what they wanted to do as a kid, just not in the way that they uh that they thought <laughs> or imagined yeah. yeah anticipated so congratulations on that uh is Thank there any you. final thoughts you'd like to to wrap on i really appreciate you uh coming here and being on the the super joe Pardo show and and imparting all the authenticity and the great conversations that we've had in the past couple of weeks
1: well oh, i mean i think the biggest thing friends is be relentlessly you You know, be exactly who you are and constantly strive to be the best version of that person. And if you can dedicate your life to being the best person of exactly who you are and living your life according to your own desires, you are on the right path to create greatness no matter how that manifests for you.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. And thanks for that. Lindsay, thank you. Super Lindsay, thank you so much for being on here on the Super Joe Pardo Show. If you've enjoyed this episode of the Super Joe Pardo Show, please share it with somebody that you know, love, and care about, and uh, hopefully they will get something out of it as well. Uh, I will be back. Uh, I'll be back really soon, actually, because I this will probably go live uh, probably like this upcoming Wednesday, I think, and uh, I have a lot of big things in the works, so uh, stay tuned for all all of that stuff coming on. It's been a long time coming. I've been a little focused on other areas, uh, but it, I'm, I'm coming, coming back. And uh, thank you all for for listening, for watching. Uh, feel free to hit the subscribe button on YouTube and all that stuff. And um, yeah, I'll see I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you again, Lindsay.